0: My name
1: is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Darth Maul, the Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo at Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast. The Force is strong with you all. And remember, sit Whoa.
2: Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the
3: Bounding Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody
0: all the best, and may the Force be with you. May the
4: Force be with you!
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is David. My name is Zach.
2: <laughs> I'm Retro Ray,
3: <laughs> and my name is James. We all, you know, what's funny? Every time we start, I'm always like, "Wait, who? How, what's the order?" That so you we're talk, gonna, first, talk first, I talk first. Yeah, do you how, talk first? Right? I talk first. You talk first, but uh, but yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars. Uh, before we start anything, David, should we give a shout out to our lovely patrons for all the support they've given us?
0: I think we should. Um, our top tier Patreon supporters, Hayden Hauser, Ace one Liam McCallin, Chris Simpson, Kevin Leininger, Devin McCaffrey, Drew Peters, Zach Netzel, Finer 526 Maya Morris, and Maka Tautala. Thank you so much for your awesome support that helps us do many a thing on the podcast, so can't say it enough. Thank you so much to everyone out there. And I also, this week... I saw this a while back, but I haven't podcasted in a while. We have a special shout out to one of our listeners who contacted us on Spotify that said they are um, frequent listeners and they said, uh, please give us a shout out. So here's a shout out to Star Wars Girls 13. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and also, uh, I kind of wanted to give a shout out to, um, I just chatted with one of our listeners, Alex Webster, who is a Facebook contributor, a a, a consistent one. And uh, he was at Megacon. And uh, unfortunately, he didn't run into Colin or anyone else out there from our Patreon crew. But uh, he had a really good time. He met up with a lot of celebrities. And uh, uh, yeah, he'll probably post a lot on uh, our Star Wars stuff Facebook group. So yeah, but um, we got some really sad news, guys. And I wanted to talk about this first before we talk about anything. And uh, this one actually kind of like really hit me hard. I'm surprised and not simultaneously not surprised how hard this one hit me because I'm a child of the 80s and 90s. I, I was born in 1981. So the movies we all know I had on rotation was Star Wars, of course, New Hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi. But amongst those movies, I also had Rocky II on <laughs> rotation. And growing up, it was one of those weird things where I was like, OK, Um, we started off at Star Wars Episode four and uh, Rocky starts at <laughs> Episode two. OK, I guess this is just the norm. Is the it is. <laughs> so, yeah, I <laughs> never knew there was a Rocky one. I because I, I, there's no Internet back then. I was a little kid, but I would watch that in heavy rotation. And uh, that's where I learned of Carl Weathers for the first time. He was Apollo Creed. And I watched Rocky two just about as much as I watched Star Wars and that's how I knew of him and he didn't pop up really in my my pop culture world because of course my parents didn't let me watch Predator. They didn't um, let me watch Action Jackson. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not kidding. I didn't watch Predator until maybe sometime in the 90s when it was like on uh, our local KBB, but it was all like censored and and I was like, wow, Apollo Creed is actually in this film too. <laughs> and I guess not until then, the next time I saw him was in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. And he had an awesome like comedic role in that and it really showed his his talent there. And of course, he was also in Toy Story. And he reprised his Apollo Creed role for me personally. I actually did a skip from Rocky two to Rocky four and Rocky four was one of my favorite films of all time for such a long time. The oh, montages man. are epic. They're classic. Um, and I, I bet a lot of people have seen a lot of the, uh, the montage, I think, especially of, of Rocky driving uh, his, I think it was, what is what, what kind of car was it, Ray?
2: On oh, which movie? Rocky I are going to say his motorcycle, but that was probably yeah, Rocky Three, because he had a Trans Am in the first movie, then in four. Uh, okay, four. I think it was. I think it was a Porsche. I think. Okay. If I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, I just remember it's a black car, and it was at night. It wasn't really well lit, and they did a whole montage. It was when Apollo oh, Creed. Spoiler yeah, alert! Yeah, Act yeah. died against uh, Ivan Drago, and hmm. the training montage is in Rocky Three. So yeah, I went from two to four to three. <laughs> and I saw three, and that was Apollo Creed's big, like, kind of comeback, even though he, he really wasn't away from me, personally, and he actually trained Rocky, and then, of course, we lost his character in four, and then Creed, after Sylvester Stallone did all the Rocky movies, they still wanted to keep the franchise going, and they made the whole Creed franchise with Michael D. Jordan and Earl Weathers wasn't around for that because, because, of course, his character went away. But he he was a really big part of my childhood, like I said. And this one really hits hard. And, of course, when he was cast in The Mandalorian, Jon Favreau decided to do this thing where he casted actors that were big in the 80s to be in The Mandalorian now. And I thought that was such a cool thing, a cool idea. Awesome. And. Awesome. And of course, when all the tributes poured in, when we found out publicly that uh, Carl Weathers had passed away, uh, John Favreau said that he was he was a huge fan of his when he was younger, growing up, because Carl Weathers was in movies in the '70s, '80s, and um, yeah. he was actually he was a professional athlete. He played for the Oakland Raiders, and the uh, the Raiders actually uh, gave him a nice tribute. And uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, Facebook x uh i have it posted right now and um yeah he was he was a linebacker for the for the raiders so that tells you how athletic he was and during that time he was trying to pursue acting and he talks about how some of the guys on the team cuz it wasn't a popular thing back then uh to try and be an actor uh, even though uh jim brown was i think he did it before carl Weathers or, or somewhere around that time but that was what his motivation was. That was what he wanted to do. He pursued it. And he got jobs um, on Rocky. Um, Ken Norton was supposed to be. He's a, he's a famous boxer. He was supposed to be Apollo Creed. But he backed out of it. And then Carl Weathers took his place. And the rest is history. But
1: huh.
0: yeah, Carl Weathers, he was just such an iconic actor. And he's part of the Star Wars family now and forever. And oh, yeah. the thing about him... Was that he went to all the conventions, like all the conventions, like even the ones in South Texas where Ray and I are. And he was supposed to do a convention, I think, in Boston. And he had, uh, he made a message saying that he couldn't be there because he was actually directing something. Um, and he was just such a an eloquent guy, very genuine. And every time it seemed like he spoke at these conventions, um, it seemed like he was like a new guy on the scene. He didn't talk like he was an older so someone that's in their 70s. He he looked at acting and directing as something a place where he could actually learn from and take from other actors. He never he he, he never lost that that kind of curiosity and that kind of dreamer's aspect that he had and like I said, it, it really hits hard, man, because he was he was one of the great ones that we had. And of course, like I pointed out directing, he directed a couple episodes. He directed Ahmed Best, his return back to Star Wars, which was no small feat, I think, because I mean, I think it could have been it, it could have gone totally wrong. But through Ahmed's talent and Carl's talent I and mean, Ahmed kind of chronicled a little bit of, of how he. Um, how Carl Weathers spoke to him on set to kind of uh, settle his nerves because it it was a big deal, him coming back to, to star Wars. And um, I'm so happy that he got to do that and that he was cast in the Mandalorian, that he's in the star Wars family forever. And um, yeah, it's this, this is a hard one guys. So Zach, what are your thoughts on uh, Carl Weathers?
4: Yeah. uh, Well, I was sitting in my desk at work and uh, I saw your text, David, to us about uh, Carl Weathers passing away and, I instantly thought of Rocky three, um, when him and Rocky are training on the beach, uh, well, I guess Apollo and Rocky training on the beach and they're going for, they're racing each other on foot. And, um, I don't know. I mean, it was just flashes of my favorite scenes of Carl, we- Carl Weathers as an actor in different forms of media. And, uh, I, I definitely liked him a lot and happy Gilmore loved him in Rocky. Um, there's a handful of projects I know he's in that I haven't seen yet, but I might be motivated to do so now because of his passing. But that that says nothing bad about, I hope, his projects he's been in. I just – there's movies I need to watch. Uh, that's no secret if you've been listening for a little bit. But, um, yeah, it's it's crazy. It kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't think he had any health problems. It didn't sound like he did, and it just sounds like he passed away peacefully in his sleep, and it's just another one of those – too soon type stories And it's it's Very saddening but um, Yeah I, I definitely like What he stood for and who he was and thought he brought A lot to Star Wars in the past few years And think his legacy will continue to Live on for sure
0: James
3: Yeah I um See I was the opposite I didn't see Rocky For many years but I wow. did see Predator I watched a mm. lot okay. Of Predator growing up and his his performance as Dylan was was really great. He played that role that, it, mind you, that movie could have been cheesy beyond all reason. Yeah. Each of those actors <laughs> played the, each of their roles really good. Especially Carl Weathers brought a level of realism to that movie that was needed to kind of juxtapose, you know, like to kind of go against mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger and everything. And um, then I loved him in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> he was so funny in Happy Gilmore and. Uh, Again, he, like 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 Zach said, you know, just all there's so many projects, so many projects, Action Jackson. And then when he was cast in Mando, I remember being excited because I was like, Great, you got Apollo Creed to be in Star Wars. And then yeah. at celebration, he came out onto to the stage with a microphone. Everyone's screaming, and then he starts going, I want you,
1: I want mm. you.
3: And it was awesome. It was such a cool feeling. Everybody was pumped. And I remember he was in the first season and i was like man he's good he's really good the second season comes around i was like oh man he he's just he's he's carl weathers like he's he's one of the he's one of the greats you know in, in hollywood and so it's it's a very very sad very very sad that he's gone and uh this I, I wouldn't compare it to carrie fisher but it's up there with like one of those people i've been watching for years has has passed and it's just it's really sad, but at the same time, you look at his work and he had tremendous performances and lots and lots of jobs. You know, television, movies, uh, everything. And uh, yeah, he's gonna it's he's gonna live on forever. It's just really sad that he won't be there for the final chapters of Mandalorian and, mm-hmm. and Grogu's story because the way they set it up, it was like, oh man, he's right there and kind of in the middle of it all. That he's gonna start to he's gonna come in and help out. And uh, just my brain automatically went to Feloni and Favreau trying to figure out, man, we just lost a huge piece of the verse. And uh, but, yeah, he was he was great. And I recently watched the clip of him at Arrested Development where he played Carl Weathers. He played himself <laughs> teaching Tobias how to be an actor. And I, I, I was laughing so hard because just how great he played that role like he was so serious but what he is saying is just outrageous beyond anything and uh yeah tremendous tremendous loss
0: right
2: dude. same thing it hits home you know growing up with him you know seeing him in the, the 80s 90s um of course you guys haven't seen action jackson's so you you haven't seen, you got to go watch this movie. I've, I've seen Action Jacks. Well, I mean, you, yes, you're the only <laughs> one. It's such a good movie. Yeah, that movie was, was fun to watch. And, you know, going back to the whole Predator thing, the iconic, you know, Schwarzenegger and him, you know, hitting that arm. The reason why, another reason why they did that was because Schwarzenegger and him, he got into lifting weights to compete with schwarzenegger so they were constantly trying to get bigger to see who was bigger so that's one of the reasons you see that whole photo kind of zoom into the arm thing to show that how big their arms i mean you see how big they are so they were competing with each other constantly lifting weights and seeing who's going to get bigger and then later on you know seeing him happy gilmore um he wasn't just in that one he was also in um Little Nikki as well. So, I mean, his, you know, getting him to come in Mandalorian, I was happy to see him come back. And like, you know, James said, you know, the role he did, it fit him perfectly. It's just, you know, we're not gonna get to see what more he had to offer for that character. Um, it's gonna be interesting what they do to fill that hole. Which is going to be a huge hole to fill, to you know, in my opinion. Um, but it, if I have to go, that's how I would want to go with my sleep. I would not want to have to be hooked up to machines or anything like that. If I had to go, that's a choice the way I would want to go with my sleep.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, and I, I just can't help but to think like when he was cast in The Mandalorian, I, I. Didn't know how well he would do. I hadn't seen him in a whole lot of stuff like the uh, Arrested Development stuff that uh, James is talking about. I know it's out there. I haven't seen it yet. But um, him being cast, and then, of course, they cast Gina Carano, who is not uh, uh, an actor primarily. uh, But his his delivery, I think, really, really worked for that character. And Carl Weathers really owned Grief Cargo. I mean, that's yeah. that's who you think of. And yeah. he really was kind of an anchor for that show. And watching The Mandalorian so many times over and over again, I would listen to his lines and think, man, lines that he delivered to a lesser actor wouldn't work. That would be a little off. Um, so when you go back and watch The Mandalorian, I guess maybe think about that a little bit. But yeah, he just, he was that character. And... They allowed him to direct a couple episodes too. And he wanted to. He like I said, he was still trying to better himself and learn and, and do stuff in the industry that was outside of acting. So yeah. I just wanna I just wanted to talk a little bit about Carl Weathers and he's he's gonna be deeply missed, I know, by all of his co stars. They all put really touching tributes yeah, every- online.
3: Every co-star from every project put something out about, and they all said the same thing. He was he was real, and he was a great, great person. And yeah, they they said he was so like just cool to talk to. Just just he was just very approachable and very nice to everybody. And and you could tell all his interviews and everything. You're just like, oh, this guy's great. He's one of the. He was one of the best. He was he was one of the uh, the absolute best they had.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he'll be truly missed uh, going forward to the Mandalorians. So thank you, Carl Weathers. So yes. moving on to the recent news, there's a lot of Daisy Ridley news that dropped. She is doing a lot of press right now for her movie, her independent film that's, that has dropped already. And uh, of course, anytime <laughs> someone of that magnitude in Star Wars will be asked... Nonstop in every That's interview, awesome. junket, <laughs> anything they do on the street. Hey, when, when when's the next Star Wars? So of <laughs> course, yeah, she was asked multiple times about what her thoughts were on the fandom, uh, on the script that doesn't exist yet, according to Days Ridley. But um, <laughs> yeah, she gave a lot of interesting uh, responses. Um, she was on. Uh, the Happy Sad Confused podcast with uh, Josh Horowitz, and he actually seemingly broke the news to her that Dame Helen Mirren was, uh, I think, uh, recommended or maybe precast, I don't know, uh, to be her as older Ray. And she said she had no idea. She knew of like the older Ray concept, but that was news to her. And um, she was all for it. But, of course, that's not going to happen because that was Damon Lindelof's thing. He's gone. And she confirmed that the writer that was um, brought on, Stephen Knight, is still on the project. It's There's just no script yet that she's read. She's seen the story. She's seen the outline. She, uh, she loves it. She thinks it's great. It's uh, 15 years in the future. We still don't know exactly. There's a lot of rumors out there of when it's maybe going to drop, maybe december of 2026 possibly um but um I not I, I think james you've seen some of these and listened to some of these interviews what do you think about her responses to star wars i know that she's
3: i i, I remember hearing that she was a little sad by the reaction from the rise of from the rise of skywalker and because she. F- And of course, as an actress and as a performer, she did amazing. She's she's incredible in all three of these movies. And she even says, you know, I poured a lot into them. I did a lot. I did a lot of work for these films. And then to see that reaction was kind of gut-wrenching really for her to be like, like, oh, man, that's unfortunate, you know.
1: Hmm.
3: And um, but yeah, it, it sounded it sounds like she's she's kind of weary of the fans because of their reactions. She's kind of nervous about how how this is all gonna go going forward and uh um, but yeah it, i was when she when she said that i was a little sad for her that she was like i was really proud of what we did and then just to see that backlash was like oh man that's a bummer but um but yeah she she talked about how the direction of the movies how like the force awakens did their thing how last jedi did its thing and how you know how she acknowledged that they were different. They were there was different things that happened, but she ultimately she was really happy with what what all happened with the movies. And uh yeah, she's promoting her new film. She's a producer of the film, which is why she's she's uh she's in a lot of these interviews because she's one of the producers of the film, so that's great for her. I'm glad that she's kind of stepping into those roles in in Hollywood and independent filmmaking. But yeah, from yeah, so I, I feel bad for her, but I also thinking back to what david said how every actor is asked about star wars can you imagine mark hamill and carrie fisher and harrison ford during the 80s and 90s like (laughs) just every movie they made so what's the next star wars coming out what's the next star wars like you know they were asked about star wars forever so (laughs) it's just kind of funny that even now it's it's the same thing daisy really doesn't interview first thing they ask her is about star wars and what's what do you tell us about star wars so yeah
0: yeah, I like the story that uh, Carrie Fisher told when she went to go see, I think, uh, Mark Hamill on is either on Broadway or off Broadway. And she was like, hey, what's the deal with the playbill saying that you were in this, this and this and doesn't list anything about Star Wars? You're <laughs> Luke Skywalker and I'm Princess Leia. <laughs>
3: <laughs> My favorite was when she did that. Uh, Carrie Fisher did that 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 stand up, which was uh, wishful. I think it was a wishful drinking she did. Which is great. If, if you have HBO, go watch it. It's incredible. It was a one woman show. That. One woman show. She just she's telling the her life story pretty much. And uh, there's a bit where she does a, a quote from Star Wars, and and then the crowd laughs, and then she looks at somebody in the audience and says, "In case you don't know, that's from Star Wars. And if you've <laughs> never seen Star Wars, why are you here?" <laughs> that's awesome. That's pretty Sorry. good. <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, I, um, it, it's really weird though because the rumors going around about this Ray Star Wars film is it's going to production in March and we still but don't soon. have a script for it.
0: I think so there I, is a the script. She March... just hasn't seen it yet. Oh, I think oh, okay. that's the thing that's what's Filoni's reality. Filoni's over there like... <laughs> Taking uh, his which, red pen. Which, and...
3: which I'm okay with. If Filoni and a, and a group of writers and a, group of, and a room full of people are looking at this yeah. thing... I I am all for that. Like, I think that is what needs to be done. And I have a feeling, I hate to say this, but this is also Marvel, which I think is also learning Marvel and Lucasfilm did not do this during that era when when these movies were coming out. I don't think they had a room full of people. Right. Yeah. Mapping out the movies. So I'm hoping that's what's happening right now. But according to Daisy Ridley, it's the story is great. It's not what she was expecting but she's excited to see what's going to happen with it.
0: Yeah. And a couple of things I want to like piggyback on to what you said, James, when it. she talks about in these junkets, uh, when the backlash happened, she talked about how more, more or less, I mean, and we all knew this was the case because we've been to conventions and stuff, but the online criticism is super heavy. There's a lot of negativity, but in person, when she's been to Star Wars Celebration, it's nothing but positivity. So oh, if yeah. you're if you're on the fence about going to Star Wars celebration and you're worrying about like the negativity going there too, no, there's like zero negativity at Star Wars Celebration. It's yeah, totally different. It's yeah, it's basically that. what it was like in the 70s and 80s for Star Wars. Huh
3: i was nervous whenever uh like kathleen kennedy going on stage i was like is she gonna get no nothing it's (laughs) it's just unfortunate that the 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 naysayers online are it's so few but they're so loud they're everywhere and but when you go to these conventions when you go to star wars celebration when daisy ridley came out in in chicago like it was insane everybody was screaming and yelling and uh but uh Kelly Marie Tran came out. She got a standing ovation for almost five minutes. Like it was, and it's like, this is great. This is star Wars. This is what the fans should be. And, and I know Daisy really said at this past celebration, she was nervous. Like she was genuinely kind of scared to come out yeah. on stage. Cause she didn't know what was going to happen. She didn't know how the crowd was going to react to her. And, um, but of course everybody went crazy. And I remember even we weren't there. We were all going crazy. I remember, uh, uh ray not not retro ray but ray was texting us and she was like daisy Rid-, like she sent a picture like daisy ridley's there and like all this other stuff and we all were going crazy when they announced that she was going to be the next in the next movie and um i just feel bad that she has that kind of thought you know like daisy Ridley, yeah uh, like really nervous about the fandom and i just wish she would listen to our podcast and know that we are <laughs> we all love her. i mean look, look i mean behind me i have posters and she's probably she's in almost every poster i have behind me so it's
4: just the way it is she should talk to hayden christensen yeah she yeah. should give him a and call because Hay-
1: yeah
0: wouldn't, wouldn't that be an awesome panel
1: yeah have them sick. Too. that
3: would that would be that yeah that would be everything to have hayden christensen and daisy ridley on stage and then please ahmed best on stage as well and, mm. and jake lloyd uh that would be such a great A great thing. I think the fans would. I think if they announced Jake Lloyd was going to be at a celebration, the tickets would sell out instantly because everybody wants to see him. Yeah, you know know that for a fact. That would be a panel everybody would be trying to get to to see Jake Lloyd.
0: Yeah, I think that'd be really awesome at at a celebration where that it's just a surprise panel. That's what it's listed as, and then you just start getting all these like heavy hitters like Ahmed Best and Hayden. Mm And then Daisy shows up, and they just like start talking. They have like a, a like their own like de facto like podcast on stage, and there's no I, topics, there's no subjects. They just start talking about stuff, I, and I we're just remember, like kind of like <laughs> eavesdropping on the conversation. When uh, Ahmed
3: Bass was there in Chicago and he was on stage, it was it was really crazy at how funny he he is. Like he was he was making everybody laugh. Mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, he should be hosting Star Wars Celebration. Like, he should be. Yeah. Fork Davis is great. But I'm at Best had a presence there, and everybody was laughing. And I was like, he's great. He's really good. And glad that he's back in Star Wars, you know? <laughs> but, yeah. but, yeah, that panel would be something to see, to see all those amazing people on stage.
4: So- yeah, even, like, if it was just a phone call with, I don't know, Daisy and Hayden, because Hayden was the face of, you know, Attack of the Clones and uh, Revenge of the Sith. Well, I mean you know, up there with Ewan and Natalie Portman and all that stuff, but he was received differently than the other two were. And as a young actor and uh, he, I don't know, his career was very different after the prequels and now he's back. And I think everybody's happy about it. And there's, oh, yeah. I don't know, maybe there's a lot of coaching or advice he could give to her in that realm. Just with dealing with negativity, because there's going to be negativity no matter what way you, you go about it. Right. It's yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah. with star wars it's such a it's just it's so loud like it's such a loud
3: crowd of people who are negative and it's so unfortunate i mean look what they did to jake lloyd you know like that that poor guy yeah he made a movie he was what was he nine years old they bullied him just relentlessly it's like what
4: in the hell is wrong
3: with you like it's it's (laughs) that was before the
4: internet was blown up too yeah just imagine
3: yeah so uh but yeah that'd be great and so yeah we're all excited to see what what you know, this this new Ray movie, which should be going into production very soon, according to the rumors we've been hearing. And uh hopefully I am in it. That would be great as well. I'm just joking. But uh <laughs> I was just I don't have a passport. So I'm like, man, if, if I get cast in this movie, I don't know how I'm going to get over there to London to shoot this thing. So we'll figure that out later. But uh
0: so you're I'm telling joking. us there's a chance, James. I'm, I'm joking. I'm totally joking.
3: But yeah, so. Go, go Daisy. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to start seeing pictures and hearing news about what this movie is going to be called. And if they are, in fact, going to call it episode 10, which hmm. would be wild
4: <laughs> if they did that.
0: That's another.
3: That's another slam dunk, according yep. to David. That's it. <laughs> a- it's to
4: like get he, a good number to end on, I guess. I don't know, like 10, <laughs> ten movies. Star Wars is not going to end, Zach. What are you talking uh, about? <laughs> okay, or they conclude the Skywalker saga and they have 10. I know three trilogies is pretty dope, but you put that little...
3: Nah, man, you got to do 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Go, go yeah. to the original George Lucas notes and do the 12 movies that he had planned after. All 15.
0: about midichlorians.
3: Yep. <laughs> no, no, MC counts. Don't forget, they are now called the MC count.
0: MC that's super interesting. I
3: don't think I don't think I ever laughed harder than that when I was watching Mando when they're like his MC count is off and I was like, no way did they just say that? <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm pretty sure there was like maybe a few fans around the world were just like, ah, <laughs> you know, think they stuck yeah. In
0: there. So yeah, the second thing that I wanted to add to what James said was the fact that they are showing signs of having a plan because there's a new rumor out there that Sean Levy's film is somehow some way going to tie into Ray as a character, which that's kind of interesting because Sean Levy, he is now like really close friends with Ryan Reynolds. And um, he's doing the, uh, the new Deadpool film that's going to drop in the middle of this year. And he also did a couple of other projects, I think free guy and that other film on Netflix that dropped with Ryan Reynolds. Um, Oh, the
4: Percy Jackson kid. Too. i oh, think man.
0: so yeah i think he's it's, also it's...
3: doing uh stranger things he's also it was the
0: things. adam project right or something like that yeah, that, yeah, yeah I
4: think so. stranger things what yeah, yeah so yeah
0: sean levy is the producer of stranger things and that's oh, how that's he kind of made things. his name and that's how he got into oh, all man. the work that he has now essentially I believe. super cool so yeah that that i think is a really great sign um but of course we still don't know what films are going to drop next we have a belief that we kind of maybe known it seems like as we've talked about so many times on the podcast that every other year that an avatar film isn't dropping a star wars film is going to drop in that slot so that appears to be the case because they don't want to interrupt uh, huh. that money train so
3: yeah, you don't want to go against james cameron i don't care what anybody says you don't don't ever bet against james cameron he's gonna deliver disney knows that not to put two big movies (laughs) up against each other the same (laughs)
0: month yeah yeah for sure so i think zach and ray have some uh comic book info they want to talk about here and uh, yeah i'm uh eagerly anticipating what they're going to talk about here
4: man me me too david it's it's gonna be great um so ray and i have been talking a lot over the past couple weeks couple months even about covering comics more on this channel and just getting more eyes and ears in front of the content that is put out that is still uh canon to this universe that we we all know and love and see if we can help fill the gaps for some people and cover the content if people can't quite make it to a comic shop or if it's easier to listen to a breakdown on a comic on your way to work versus reading the book it's we, we totally get that, but we also want to encourage you guys to go and get physical books as well. Um, but, uh, we, I had this book supplied to me, the star Wars revelations. I got a picture there. Yeah, there it is. So, um, Ray also has the same book. This was supplied by, um, our friends over at, uh, a comic shop in Muskegon called Lang's comics and collectibles. Uh, we can, we can put a link in the description for how you can find those guys, but um, and Ray, you want to talk about your your sponsor for your book as well real quick?
2: Yeah. So Dragon's Lair, Alamo Rancher in San Antonio, Texas. They're the ones who provide us for the books to review for Star Wars Podcast. Um, yes, they did provide us this. This is basically going to be a kind of a tease of what to expect coming out with the new books in the new year. Um, they're freaking awesome. The, they're like a couple of pages, you know, kind of leading you to read into it. Um I'll let Zach go first and tell us yep. which, which ones he liked and he's looking forward to. And then not sure. mine. Awesome. Well, yeah, like uh
4: like Ray was saying, this book has you can look at the cover, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of characters that are that are on this cover that could share a panel or two together that some that definitely won't. Um, but it's it, there's a lot going on, and for some reason Job the Hutt is the center of all these characters and I don't know. Maybe there's something greater building yeah. that we quite as don't well understand. he should be. He should always be. i <laughs> just kidding. Wait, is that? Yeah. They throw yeah, in for a picture that are of
0: For people that are listening, who are the characters on the cover, Zach?
4: So we have Darth Vader in the top right. Everyone knows Darth Vader. You know, we got uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, if we're going clockwise here. Mace Windu. That looks like a hooded Luke Skywalker in the bottom. I don't know if that's exactly who that is because luke skywalker is also on the left side there holding the yellow lightsaber um and then lando is next um then we got luke with the yellow lightsaber princess leia and i believe we have uh one of our characters from the high republic whose name is escaping me at the moment
2: ray any chance
4: you know who that is off the top of your head
2: um i forgot her name because i'm still getting familiar with the high republic stuff Uh, but she is the one of the main characters for the high republic
3: um, is she the uh, the youngest uh, Jedi Master? Is that is
4: that that character? Um, I I don't think it is. I think um,
0: Vernestra Rowe is the youngest.
4: Yes, that oh. that does sound right. Um, yeah, the High Republic. There's a lot. This is their like, yeah. phase three, I think. Jeez. Is uh, how they've been uh, kicking this off in waves, and there's multiple comic runs, multiple books that tie into this this world that'll start to be. Uh, brought to life off of the page and onto the screen with, uh, the acolyte. And I'm sure there might be more projects coming as well, but. Yeah. So but high yeah. Republic,
2: high Republic, if you guys want to get caught up, cause which that's what we have to do. We're going to have to get the graphic novels to get caught up to current, um, which that's what we're going to eventually do for them. Um, the big issues are for me that I saw in this, that, um, really caught my eye was the star Wars one. Um, the first issue that's titled uh, a trick of the mind I mean the first couple of pages in this this story arc is mind-blowing because it's like you see one of the bounty hunters on trial and they talk about how the jedi used the mind trick to control people and that some people aren't affected and it's kind of like law and order kind of but with the jedis and stuff like that yeah so it hooked me as soon as I started reading that I'm looking forward to reading that story arc of star wars um the other one that got me of course was jango fett and the mace windu vader yeah. has me interested as well but those are the top three that really caught my eye from this um what it would cut your eyes zach yeah
4: uh real quick to piggyback off of what ray was saying about the star wars main title the bounty hunter that's being interrogated is um dengar which a lot yeah. of us know is in the clone wars a little bit in the empire strikes back where he made his debut and he's sprinkled in games here and there and kind of all over the place. Um, but for me, uh, I really liked the, the Jango Fett uh, story. It kind of introduces him because uh, there's only so much we have about Jango Fett. And I, I love getting little bits and pieces of him where I can. I know there's an episode of the Clone Wars where they're trying to, the Separatists are trying to steal Jango Fett's DNA that they have. And you see a picture of what Jango Fett looks like. And obviously he looks like the clones, but he's got his like um, his face scars and all that stuff. And how he's depicted in the Clone Wars art is really cool. And I just like seeing little snippets of him where I can. Um, So seeing more of him coming in this comic, I think will be great. And it's about him uh, tracking down like a statue or something that's stolen. And um, he's he's working uh, with bounty hunters or I guess different against different bounty hunters to try to find this piece. Ah, uh, for Jabba the Hut and Ora Singh, uh, the two like pages or so that we get. It ends with Ora Singh putting her uh, her scope on Django, saying, "I could take the shot. I could get right between the helmet and the chest plate, so the Beskar, um, and take him out right now." And whoever she's yeah. talking to over her headset says, "Wait, he can take us to where we need to go. Let's just follow him." And we don't know who that is. I'd love it to be Cad Bane, but I don't. I don't know. We know <laughs> that there's some sort of relationship between Cad Bane and Django Fett based on how uh boba talks with cad bane in the clone wars so that's kind of that's the one that stuck out to me the most i love the mace windu one as well because he's um i believe he's undercover uh when this starts it's not exactly clear when this takes place in the timeline i'm assuming it's a little bit before the uh, beginning of the clone wars because he's not wearing his clone wars armor or hybrid jedi robes clone wars armor that we've seen before and um it's about him chasing down. It looks like a, an astromech droid here. And we're kind of, we don't know why he is where he is. We just know that he's trying to chase down some information that has to do with this droid. And, and there's some, uh, there's a lot that are coming up with him. And um, I believe Django Fett and Mace Windu are both going to be limited run series. And those are two series Ray and I will be covering as well. Um, as, as alongside the High Republic, which has already kicked off in a few issues. in, And Ray and I will be getting those out shortly as well but the third one that caught my eye it doesn't have a promotional couple of pages in this book but it has covers that they revealed and that would be um Thrawn over here so oh, yeah so good I'm I'm very excited to read what Thrawn will be um it's the second novel of this new canon trilogy and it will be a, a comic adaptation of Thrawn Alliances and anakin skywalker comes in and they go to batu i believe and just a lot of a lot of cool things that i'm sure a handful of star wars fans would want to see and um very exciting stuff with comics that are going um the main star wars title and darth vader and dr afra are like 40 plus issues deep for all three so if we get enough feedback and comments that people want us to cover them we can but it's a lot to kind of catch up to on as well as the high republic but we can kind of do it as a case-by-case scenario but there's the comics for star wars are are kind of slept on in my opinion there's always a lot in there to fill up uh the gaps and the voids that um some shows fill some shows don't and i don't know every book game novel comic at all it all goes into the same canon which we we all know and love so just trying to add a little bit more to uh to the content we provide and see if we can
2: uh help some of y'all learn a couple things along the way so guys, if you haven't picked up the issue, issue one came out last week for Thrawn. Um, yeah, I've already read it. I've we're gonna be talking about it later. Um yep. But my thoughts with Zach, I love the flashbacks going back and forth, where we get to see him interacting with Anakin before he becomes Vader. Yeah. And it, and then it, the the one that really got me, guys. When we'll be talking about this later, but this is gonna make you want to go buy it. There's a scene where Vader and um, Thrawn are going to, basically they're getting surrounded and it's him and Vader and they both start fighting together. And then it, it, it goes from that page and jumps to another page where you see Anakin and him kind of do the same thing where they fought before alongside each other. And then it leaves you, like says to be continued it, it is so freaking for cool. to me. I just like, I'm like, wait a minute. You're jumping from here to, whoops, from here to there. And I'm like, and then it says to be continued. You're like, wait a minute, what? But it, if you haven't picked it up, go get a copy. I can't wait till the next issue to figure out what happened, but it's a good book. I mean, what did you think, Zach, from what you read?
4: So I don't have Thrawn 1 yet. Uh, that oh, got special you. ordered for me because I wanted the variant cover that has Anakin oh. and Thrawn on it because <laughs> I'm that guy. Um, so that'll be coming in for me next week. But gotcha. yeah, I'm excited to read it and we'll we'll definitely uh, oh, give dear. you guys a breakdown of that comic when it comes out in, um, in, the, in the coming weeks here. We're going to try to get one issue out a week because most of these issues release on a monthly basis and we're behind a little bit so we'll have some for the next couple of weeks between Ray and myself and um, there's there's a lot to cover, a lot to catch up on, but it's it's just an exciting time to be a Star Wars fan. There's so oh, yeah. much that's coming. There's so much that we look, get to look forward to and yeah, so much. But yeah, I don't know. There's, there's, there's just a ton, but I don't know. I'm on a huge Bad Batch kick right now, so that's where mine's going because my <laughs> wife and I are re-watching the Bad Batch. We just finished season one literally like a half an hour before I got on the <laughs> podcast and probably once I'm off, we're going to start season two and get ready for season three <laughs> season coming three. out here in a couple of days. Yeah. It's going to yeah, be very, I, very, very I, cool.
0: I'm feeling like I need to rewatch a little bit of the bad batch so I can be ready for, for season yeah. three, the final season. So if you binge it,
4: it's a lot better than you might remember. Cause yeah. watching oh, it yeah. week by week when it came out a couple of years ago, it was, I mean, there were some episodes that had more plot driven elements, right. But if you watch it all in a shorter amount of time, it, It adds a lot of charm and it adds a lot of value that I think was lost over the weekly release, which, you know, TV shows being released once a week. That's normal. That's how it's been for a very long time. And it's but there's something about binging the Bad Batch. It, It definitely gives you a certain appreciation for characters that you might not care about as much if you kind of wait a week between watching every episode.
0: Nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of really wanting to read a little bit more in the Star Wars comic books, because at first, I think four issues that we covered of, of the Thrawn comic, they were, they were pretty interesting. They gave a lot of insight into Thrawn. And I was really wondering how they were going to make it to where Thrawn is this like huge, like really, really intelligent tactician and they made it work. So.
2: Yeah. It's good stuff, man. This issue, number one, I'm just like taking it all in. You get to see, you know, with the first couple of pages that it gives you, you get introduced. It's Thrawn and Vader meeting, kind of you know together, and with the with Palpatine there, and then uh, giving supporters. It continues on to them working on something, but the last couple of pages is what really got me hooked more because seeing Vader and him fighting. Like, you see Vader's like lightsabers like lit up and stuff, and and he's fighting with his bare hands because of course if you've seen Clone Wars you see him fighting with the robots with his pretty much bare hands. And I think it was like what night sticks kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's so cool. Cause it, that's the first thing that popped in my head when I saw that, that artwork was it me picturing him fight those droids, you know, breaking a sweat kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be definitely a good read. Uh, go out there, buy a comic, get it. Cause with you guys not buying comics, if comic sales aren't good, then they'll, some people would want to wait for graphic novels. If it doesn't do well in sales, well, they cancel the series. When it gets canceled, even though if you pick up graphic novel a graphic novel later, that means you're still not going to be able to finish finding out what happened because the book gets canceled. Hmm. So that's why we want to keep and give out love to local comic book stores so you guys can buy comics, read them, and not wait for graphic novels. If you want a graphic novel once the series is out, then, hey, more power to you because there's it's even better because then you can read it all in one hit and not having to go individually book by book. But, yeah, definitely support your local comic book shops.
0: Cool. So Megacon in Orlando happened this weekend, and we had a few members of the podcast uh, decide to make the trek down there. And, of course, some of them actually live there. Um, I think Josh Anderson lives there and uh, one of our old co-hosts, Sam, he lives there as well. And they met up with Colin and Brooke and I have a, a few pictures here of Colin and, uh, and the crew. Um, the first one, uh, I think we were going to do a podcast with Colin, but it, it fell through because he said he was finishing his C-3PO head that he was 3D printing. And he had to sand it down right before he got on the plane and paint it. (laughs) So he had to do all that because he was meeting Anthony Daniels in person and he wanted to get it signed. So mission accomplished there for Colin. This is him at Megacon. Wearing a very familiar hat. But yeah, he got a signature on a C-3PO 3D printed uh, helmet there. And um, he also, one of his other main goals was meeting uh, Cameron Monaghan. And he was able to do that too, him and Josh. So they got a picture in, and you can see Colin there holding the lightsaber. (laughs) That's sweet. And they had bought the uh, Narcina 5 costumes for London when we went, but they didn't arrive on time until after we got back, of course. And uh, they had a chance to wear them. So here's a picture of uh, Colin, Josh, and Sam. Wearing the uh, Narkina outfits there. That's sweet. And Ooh. Colin was telling me about this event. It's called uh, Mosh Isley. Uh, they were all able to attend it. It's basically like a big like, uh, nerdy concert that uh, I guess <laughs> it's a tradition now at MegaCon. And uh, here's a picture of Colin uh, getting ready for it. He wore <laughs> he wore uh, life preservers with his uh, Narkina 5 costume so uh that is clever that that's really <laughs> that is really amazing
3: just just want to throw that out there yeah
0: okay so the big question is are like the arm floaties better than wearing the like tube around your waist because i want to see me? the 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 life the uh the floaties on the arms are gonna gonna get kind of annoying after a while i don't know Yeah, I don't know. I like the ones that go around
4: like my waist, but when I was a kid, I'd put the ones that go on your arms on my feet and I could stand and like float and like kind of levitate in the water. And I don't know. That was 150 pounds ago, though. Like I was so much smaller when that was a thing, but yeah, I don't know. I I definitely didn't like wearing those on my arms. (laughs) So,
0: and there was a huge Star Wars president at at MegaCon, of course. um, Always amongst um, the people I just showed you, Cameron. And um, Anthony Daniels, you uh, and Hayden did a panel together and they took a picture together. Evidently. Oh, awesome. And yeah, they did a huge panel, I think, at the end of Saturday. And I'm not quite sure what they spoke about, but uh, they were very, very friendly at the end. They gave each other a kiss at the end when it <laughs> when when the panel concluded. But um, yeah, it seems like Colin had a really fun time. He's probably going to talk all about it on Thursday. On his podcast uh, when he gets back. I think he's going to be back by then, but uh, I'm sure he has a lot of, of fun stories to tell about uh, MegaCon. So, um, But there's also another convention in Ray and my neck of the woods here. And Ray attended it, I think, both days. And he ran into someone uh, that uh, is actually a listener of the show. And I have a picture here of Ray with the stormtrooper and um his name is Ivan and he listens to the show so we wanted to give him a shout out on the show and uh hopefully we run into him again we'll probably run into him again at a, at a future convention but that's uh he yeah he has like a boombox it's in the shape of a <laughs> of a cassette and i guess that's like his uh, shtick. and he uh, wears uh looks like he wears puma puma yeah. shoes there
2: he has a he has a Puma logo on the side. He has a gold necklace. So I'm I'm fixing to leave, and I see him walking up, coming with a boombox on the side of his head, and I'm like, oh cool, I got to get a picture of this guy before I split. Um, so as I'm walking up to him, you know, he starts pointing at my shirt, and I'm like, well, can I get a picture with you? And then all of a sudden, he lifts his helmet up, and he goes, I listen to your podcast, and I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Um. And then uh, he says, can I get a picture with you too? So we took a picture together and I got the picture with him by himself. It was just crazy, man. It was I was not expecting for someone to actually recognize the logo um, at the convention. It was just a simple thing at the Ingram Park Mall here in San Antonio. And it was just kind of like an 80s theme uh, show that they had. And now we got a stormtrooper here in San Antonio that... We can uh, reach up and talk to you. Awesome.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Also, uh, Retro Ray was able to uh, secure us um, a podcast with Tom Spina, the founder of Regal Robot. And he is going to announce something on our podcast when we have it. I believe it's on February 12th. Is that
2: correct? I think it was 13th, if I'm not mistaken.
0: 13th. Well, I know there's going to be an official announcement for uh, something uh, that's going to drop for the public uh, to purchase on February 20th, correct? Yeah. Here's uh, kind of the hint at it. Is that picture okay to show, Ray?
2: Yeah, it's, it's on his socials.
0: Okay. So, yeah, it's the Archive Collection, and it's a new Legacy Edition, something uh, Phil Tippett related. So, yeah, yeah, Phil Tippett's one of the original um, – employees of ILM. And uh, of course you've seen uh, the ILM documentary on Disney plus and they, they do some, some pretty cool stuff uh, documenting Phil Tippett's uh, rise in his career uh, for ILM. And they had a really, really interesting episode on him where it kind of focused on his life. it was super interesting. So if you haven't checked that out, check that out on Disney plus, I believe it's still there. And, uh, as Colin announced a couple of podcasts ago, there's going to be a season two of that ILM show. So,
2: it's fun. Which, I like it, which needs to happen. Like, cause I,
3: like I said, when it ended, I was like, man, there's still like another 20 years that we need to learn yeah. about that ILM. And yeah, Phil Tippett is, he's yeah. Like David said, he's an OG man. He's like, if you look at ILM early days, he is one of the, like the three or four faces that you think about when you think of ILM. Hmm. And, um, yeah, i'm just wondering what like what it could be like what what like what what did he make i mean because all of his stuff is legendary so now it's like what is this thing that they're gonna announce and regal robot is man they got some nice stuff they got some expensive stuff too but they got some really because correct me if i'm wrong they have the full uh han solo and carbonite table is that is that correct
0: yeah, they they created just about all the big hits: the the Solo and Carbonite, the Djarik table, the characters on the Djarik table. I think they um,
3: have the. Um, it's like it's a it's a it's like a coffee table, but it's the Millennium Falcon flying through the asteroid, and there's Tie yeah. Fighters. It's incredible, and I remember they had one at Celebration, and I just saw the price tag, and I was like, I got to walk away from this thing because I, like, <laughs> I feel like I have to pay just to look at this but the detail on it was disgusting it was so nice and i always bought the i think they had like a few little uh mandalorian uh you know, symbols that you could put on your uh, refrigerator and everything but uh
0: but yeah what do you think it is what do you think what do you think this announcement's gonna be yeah that's regal robot right there yeah that, uh, skull. One. if one you that look really closely those are the uh monkey lizards there as well from <laughs> regal robot um <laughs> I'm not quite sure because I mean, you think Phil Tippett? I mean, maybe it could be like I know he he's famous for doing the mocap stuff uh, for like creatures and the ATAT, the Wampa. I'm a big fan of the Wampa. Maybe it's something Wampa related. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. Um, and Regal Robot has done a lot of stuff where that they do a lot of the. Um, the uh, uh the pre-conceptualization of creatures yeah. the like the first mm-hmm. runs of especially uh the max rebo uh <laughs> argument that we always have oh. they they created the max rebo statue where it just has the legs and no arms um i know colin will really love that but yeah. uh
3: <laughs> i i just hope it's Kane for robocop 2 like a full cane <laughs> for robocop 2 would just be the best well, that's that, the thing.
2: Yeah, he he just didn't do Star Wars. I mean, he did everything yeah, he that we did. pretty much grew up watching. You yeah. know what I mean?
3: Any yeah. stop motion you saw in a movie in the eighties was most likely uh, a Phil Tippett creation. And Starship there's a great troopers. video of huh. uh, yeah. Oh, there's a good. There's a great video of Dennis Murin and him in, on the set of Empire Strikes Back, and they are moving the walkers, and it's just like just the meticulous detail of moving each and every end. Like, you see Phil Tippett comes over, does it, he walks away, then Dennis Muren hits the button, alright, got it, next, and they just frame <laughs> by frame and, ooh. And of course, Phil Tippett was going to direct the, uh, the... Oh, he was going to do the dinosaurs for Jurassic Park. Steven Spielberg wanted yeah. uh, stop-motion dinosaurs. But then Dennis Muren and I forget what his name, the other animator uh, tricked kathleen kennedy and frank marshall to to come in and and see a footage of a t-rex walking that was digital and that's what she said okay i think we're doing digital but phil Tippett studied all of this stuff so he was actually the uh what was his title like his title was really great for jurassic park
2: dinosaur supervisor
3: was it like yeah it was like dinosaur supervisor and it was the funniest. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody was like, Phil Tippett, he had one job to do, man. Like, look what happened to the park. You know, all the dinosaurs got out. But uh, but yeah, that was his job for uh, for Jurassic Park. So whatever it is, it's going to be awesome. Whatever it is, yeah. that's going to that's going to be announced because it is Phil Tippett. So listen, please join us on the 13th and uh, it's uh, it's going to be pretty awesome.
0: Oh, yeah, it is the 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be now. fine, man.
3: Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, I'm like anxious to see.
0: am like, what's gonna Anyway, so yeah, I think that's all I got, guys. Um, does anyone have any more uh, Star Wars stuff to talk about?
2: Um, um, no, just about. Uh, stay tuned. We did do a big announcement on General Kenobi's bunker for uh, Retro Expo in Dallas, and. They are doing a re- reunion, is what they're stating, for Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars for Ooh. their convention. And we got to announce on General Kenobi's podcast the first guest for the show, and it is Ezra Bridger. Um, Taylor uh, Gray. Taylor Gray. And yeah, stay tuned for us, because we are going to be – we are lucky to get – to announce the next guest we don't have the dates yet but it will be during the live stream and just keep in touch and we'll be teasing when we're gonna drop this so keep listening awesome rebels is
3: just amazing (laughs) rebels is so good i I did the thing on, on it's been going around instagram where it's like pick five what are your five favorite things and it was star wars and i and it was between clone wars and Rebels, I picked Rebels, and I know that might make people upset, but I think. No,
1: Rebels it's good. Was absolutely. It's good.
3: Incredible. And it's an incredible chapter in Star Wars that I think people kind of overlook. Oh, yeah. Same, yeah. same as Clone Wars, but Rebels, I think, kind of went under the radar there for a second. And I, yeah. oh, man, it is so good. Uh, somebody just asked when do tickets to Celebration go out on sale? How much are they normally? They are surprisingly not that expensive uh for celebrations like a four-day pass i believe is less than 200 dollars uh but the problem with those passes is they sell out so fast and that's the hard part about getting the passes is how quickly they sell out uh but yeah it's less than 200 dollars and as for when they go on sale i don't know because in a few months we're going to be a year out so would
0: mm-hmm. that is there's true really never,
3: like a we never really have like a good idea when they do go on sale. They kind of just announce it. And then they're there.
0: I've never noticed a pattern, but a year out would make a lot of sense for them to start selling it. Like maybe in April. Yeah. May, maybe May 4th. I
1: mean,
3: hmm. Yeah. I would say if, if, if we are in August and they haven't got on sale, we're in trouble. So, so I'm pretty sure before the summer, we will have The, the passes will go on sale and, yeah. uh, it's going to be in, in Tokyo uh, some of us are already saying they are going and we will see is there a specific site i live in japan oh they did did they say the name of of the uh of the center that's going to be in, in
0: yes if you go to uh, starwarscelebration.com you can see all the details there so i don't think it's quite in tokyo it's like in a suburb of tokyo but it it, it is in japan uh it's 3 days and it's not gonna be a four day or five day so it's gonna be a pretty quick celebration. Um but yeah it's it's gonna be like James said about a year away and those tickets I believe will go will sell out in minutes. So oh, no. if if, you're, <laughs> no, if no. you're thinking about going. <laughs> what are gonna say James?
3: I went no. I went to the website and it was all it was all in Japanese. Yeah, like,
0: sometimes that'll happen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no! What did I? And, but no, it's um, yes. Yeah, it's
0: it's happening in Japan sometimes. I guess the coding gets all screwed up and you go to the English site and it's all in Japanese. Just refresh it and but, it should but, uh, come back in English.
3: So the name is Ma- I can't even pronounce this, but there is it will be held at <laughs> Try it, Ma- James Makahari Ma- Ma- Messi. Yeah, which I I totally butchered that, but that's where it's gonna be. So. Uh...
0: It's a yeah. Star Wars tradition.
3: April April 18th through the 20th.
0: Yeah. Zam- so yeah, said it. he's going for sure.
3: Oh, jeez. <laughs> <he is. laughs> but uh, I, I am a little worried that it's only three days. Like, that's that's a... Uh, You're going to have to cram cool. a lot in the three days. Yeah, I'm going to have to get a lot in there. Um, But we'll see. Did somebody just write to us in Japanese? Yeah, they <laughs> did. They totally did. Nice. I really hope it was oh, something nice funny. about retro I hope
0: ray. that's something nice for a Japanese <laughs>
3: retro retro players. ray and Zach are very handsome, I think is what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. But uh or maybe they yeah, just copied
0: and pasted something on the site.
1: Yeah, I, I think know. so. Yeah. Watch
3: it's it's the name of the place that I totally'm totally <laughs> sorry. But uh, but yeah, so April and I and I think David is on to something sometime in April, they're gonna announce it and it's going to, it's going to sell out pretty quick. And so you better be ready to go. Cause uh, for London, I had to, I didn't end up going, but I had to buy four individual day passes because by the time I got off there and you see that little, that little dude walking. W- w- Cause you're in line by the time it loaded all this, all the four day passes were gone. So it was that, very, was, that
0: was unbelievable, man. It was so quick. I could not believe it. We had to buy individual day passes yep. for the first time ever.
3: Which is more expensive? First
0: world problems. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: yeah, hopefully they have the three day passes for sale. Get them because they are. It's actually a lot cheaper than doing three mm-hmm. individual day passes.
2: Yeah, um, is, it's like is San different. Diego Comic Con. It's the same way, and then, which is kind of funny because like you go to some of these other conventions, the VIP packages <laughs> are like two, three 400 bucks, and San Diego Comic Con for the four day event, if you're lucky to buy it, is maybe two hundred dollars. But there's so much. I mean, okay, guys, if you guys haven't been to San Diego, it's freaking nuts. So <laughs> you get like you pay 200 bucks, but you don't get you get free autographs sometimes because there's always That's like Marvel there. H, you know, they... I
0: think you're wrong, Ray. I think if you're retro Ray and you go, oh, yeah, <laughs> you get all kinds of free stuff, deals, I've seen retro endorsements.
2: Ray. It, and, As,
3: and, and uh, stickers
0: bumper stickers <laughs>
3: <laughs> i've seen retro ray in action before and and i was just like i was like holy crap dude you just you just walked right up and we're like hey so this is what we're doing and then i'm like i'm just staring at ming Now wind i'm like i can't believe i'm standing like two feet <laughs> in front of ming Now wind and he's over here, here just ray has the
0: force
2: him. i think he's like you will yeah be there's pump. something yeah.
3: retro ray has some some superpower
2: that we don't know about okay but, well i'm gonna tell you a story Uh About the retro con that we were at, right? So I was we're there promoting Star Wars of Podcast, Condon City Geek Cast, and um I was gonna try to get an interview with Larry Hama, the creator of G.I. Joe, but it's just you know it's so crazy. I had to leave early Sunday, so I didn't get a chance to interview him because I was manning the table. And right before I left, I'm like, you know, Ted gets there and he he takes over the table. So I go say bye to him and tell him, Hey, you know, before I leave, you know, I wanted to see, can I get an interview you you on live stream or something like that? Uh, do you have a contact info who I can contact? He pulls out his card, you know, gives me his contact phone number, email address, everything. And I was like, Oh, by the way, I want to show you this cool snake eyes outfit that this site's making. It's called super, I think super, not super seven, but let me get the right name for you uh, super apparel, super X apparel. And I show it to him. He's like, Oh, he loved it. And he's like, Oh man. He's like, how can I get one? So I was like, okay. So getting back, you know, come back Monday. I email super apparel say, Hey, you know, I got, I'm going to get an interview lined up with him to do a live stream. And he loved the outfit. He asked, how can he get one? And they're like, um, do you have his contact info? I'm like, uh, yeah. He's like, ask him his size and we'll send him one. Wow. Yeah, I was the same thing. I said the same thing. I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. So then I message him back and tell him (laughs) the situation. And I go, is it okay? I can give him your address and everything. He says, yeah, go ahead. I I send it to him, give it to him. And they turn around and tell me, they're like, hey, we'll give you a discount on a suit. Which one do you want? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like I said, I Retro
3: already has, has some secret powers and superpowers that we that we are not
2: we can't do
4: as well. Get to see it space SpaceCon. Yeah,
2: exactly. I, I was shocked, dude. I was just shocked. My thing was it was just like I wanted you know him to see what they made. If you guys don't have a chance, go check it out. You know, super X apparel. They have Dragon Ball Z one, they have Power Rangers, Ooh. um, then they have the the Snake Eyes one they just came out with uh and the Storm Shadow one. They look so freaking cool. Wow, and yeah, it definitely got to check them out. If you guys now they got to make some Star Wars ones. Like, that's yeah, I'm about what I'm to say, not... come
3: on, man, get yeah. on it, make some really cool Star Wars things. And when is uh, uh now now that I live in California, it just hit me. I live in California. I could go to San Diego Comic Con. When when is it? In July. In July, okay. July, I think
0: this but year. But you got to be... buy your tickets. I think a year in advance, right? Yes. So it's
2: over. I can't. I can't. It. <laughs> I mean, well, there's people who turn around and sell their badges. You're not supposed to. It's um, getting so expensive, though. They mark those things up. Well, the like thing crazy. is about these badges is that <sighs> we're going to have to edit this out. But there's people who just <laughs> they just take off their badge and just hand it off to somebody. And then all they do is just scan your barcode. That's all they do. So there was really no way of them seeing. Oh, we have a
3: similar Story with uh Joseph at uh in Chicago, <laughs> <laughs> we did the same thing. <laughs> they didn't even, they didn't even, yeah. Tim, Tim, Tim knows what's up. <laughs> just, we don't need those stinking badges, but uh, but uh, but yeah, that's that's really funny. Well, that's cool. That's cool.
2: And, no, you definitely uh, want to go, guys. You've never been, it's fun, especially. I mean, this past couple of years it hasn't been just because a lot of, of the main IPs weren't there. Yeah, but when I the last time I attended, Supergirl was barely coming out, and Game of Thrones was there, Walking Dead was there. Like you, you have an opportunity. Like I got a poster signed by the entire cast of Supergirl. Um, Of course you did. Didn't pay. I mean, well, you have to go and (laughs) get badges, you know, wristbands to get the autographs. But it's like kind of like what we do when you come to our table at a convention. If you see us, we tell you put your hand in the bag. We want you to pull blue coin out. And if you pull blue coin, you get a prize. That's the same premise that some of these like comic book signings at the convention and, and the celebrities, they're like, Oh, pick put your hand in the bag. If you grab a red bead, you get selected, you get a wristband, we'll tell you what time to come back to this booth, and you get a free autograph, pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's cool.
3: Nah. No. Retro Ray just goes to the front of the line and says, all right, I'm Retro Ray. <laughs> uh, I'm need the out of that, please. Uh, oh, somebody just asked a question. So go to Celebration. You have to buy separate tickets to different parts of the Celebration event. No, uh, which is a good thing. You, you buy them and you can go to whatever panel you want to. If they don't do a lottery, which they've started doing the past few years, they've done a lottery system. But if not, yeah, you could just queue for whatever panel you want to go to get a wristband and then you can just walk in there you, you don't have so to how does buy. that lottery work uh the lottery works uh <laughs> geez i it's, right. not, it's not you ray it's not you i'm just it's just funny because colin w- did a whole did a whole thing about why you
0: ranted for an hour and a half about the lottery
3: <laughs> oh so pretty much so pretty much like say there was the episode nine panel mandalorian panel and i believe it was the clone wars panel this was yes. in chicago Okay. Uh, those were like the three big ones, and you had to pick which panel you wanted to go to by putting your email address in, and then you would submit it, and then they would pick you for one, two, three, or none of them, and it Dang. just depended on the thing. Some people were very lucky. I think Colin was lucky; he got all three of them. No, that wow. was me. Oh, that was you, <laughs> David. And <I> got lucky. <laughs> I got lucky because I got the uh, I got the episode nine panel, which that was like what I wanted was the episode nine panel. But some people, uh, they went, they didn't get anything. Like in Anaheim, thank God I lived here because I was able just to. I mean, at the time I lived in Anaheim, I could just Uber there and Uber back to my apartment. I didn't get any panel. I didn't get anything. And wow! So I can't imagine flying from Texas to California knowing I'm not going to be able to go to any of these panels.
2: Okay. Um,
3: And to whoever this Facebook user is, uh, you don't pay extra. You can't pay to get in to these panels. It's just that's the way it goes. So, yeah, you could have your three-day badge, but it's not guaranteed you're going to be able to go into the panel. Uh, So if you don't get any panel, was it worth it going? Uh, I mean for me it was because i like going to the booths i like looking at all the uh the old toys i I, I like as you can tell i like to collect toys and plus just being in the room with a bunch of star wars fans is is a lot of fun it's really cool just to see everybody in love with star wars and uh sometimes you get lucky uh and you can get in but it's just but for me, it is worth it because it's Star Wars and I get to see fans. And this past year, Joseph, who used to be a, a host on the podcast uh, when we first started, he was there from Texas and Anaheim and he and I hung out and it was great just to just to hang out with him all day. And uh, I'd say it's worth it, but that's just me personally. And I know maybe some people may disagree, but yeah. That's my so I got
2: a question. So uh, how do they determine which stormtroopers are part of the the people at Celebration and the ones who are actual cosplayers?
3: That? Oh.
2: Also, oh, like <laughs> if
3: a, if a stormtrooper is on the stage. Yeah. As opposed to somebody who just snuck. Ah, that's it. That's huh. I don't know. I think they have like the whole I don't know. I don't know how that works, but that's a good question. <laughs> Lot As somebody said lo- it was a lottery too. Yeah, that's how they, that's how they get <laughs> enjoy the lottery. But uh, but yeah, it's it's cool. Celebration is so much fun. Uh, I was very sad I couldn't go to London, um, but Tokyo's a year almost a full year away. So maybe that's something I could go to. Uh,
2: hey, so so if I'm a big boy and we're going to Tokyo, and su- sumo wrestlers are considered what gods or something like that. I wonder, since I'm a big boy, if that kind of falls in there, so do just go dressed in the sumo wrestler outfit? Yeah, they'd
4: be like, come on
2: in, man.
0: <laughs>
2: or you just I'm say you're
4: retro Ray and you're good. Yeah. Way.
2: Or you just say you're retro Ray, and they'd be like,
3: oh, even better. Get in here, I'm, no, I'm here for training are. now.
2: <laughs>
0: just wear yeah. that diaper and slap a yeah. Star Wars stuff podcast logo on it. <laughs> on the other front, yeah. <laughs> That's
3: terrible. But oh, I, 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 I do know... Um, I, I have a feeling it's going to be pretty cool that in Tokyo for celebration, but I don't know how. I don't know. It's it's kind of a big. <laughs> there we go. A little awesome. Is that powers. awesome powers. Yeah, yeah. that's an yeah. awesome powers uh, call out. That's pretty good. I don't know who this is. Who I don't know who's who's giving us this amazing. So, okay, it might case, be craig in case you're listening huh. on, on 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 uh spotify or apple uh somebody just wrote get in my belly which is from
2: of course Austin, <laughs> oh yeah that's too funny um, man
3: but yeah i i remember somebody was like the cosplay in tokyo is gonna be insane like people oh dude that. it's gonna be it's gonna be absolutely amazing
0: oh it's um, zach in japan what was it oh dang it's zach's doppelganger in japan
4: nice <laughs> it, it's your twin zach Maybe we could share a badge for celebration. <laughs> there you go. Man. They, they won't know. Uh,
3: oh man. But I really, I really want to go. I think it's gonna be something I,
2: I do, I do want to go. I don't have a passport. Um I've always and wanted to, Americans to go. America are deal. so strange.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I've always wanted to go
2: there, man. And um, because I love everything they come up with. Power Rangers, you know, Pokemon, Godzilla. I mean, I don't know, I'm not too sure where it's located. But there's actually a hotel that actually has a statue near, I think outside of it, that has a part of Godzilla. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And uh, Matt Frank, who does all the artwork for Godzilla in the comics, he goes to Tokyo every year for the, the Godzilla events they have. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Well, somebody said,
3: oh, geez. Anyways, (laughs) <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I, mean, I didn't read it until it popped out. Oh, oh, oh. uh, oh,
1: anyways,
3: I think on that note, I think we should cut this <laughs> off. Uh, unless y'all have any more questions about celebration, we're happy to answer it.
2: Uh, oh, but, yeah. I got to meet this Zach if I go. Zach, if we <laughs> go to there. We want you to be our tour guide. You can tell us yes, where all the please. good places to go eat is. Yeah, I think yeah. Zach.
0: I I remember him now. He's one of the guys that uh, contributes a lot on the Facebook group. So nice. Yeah, that's you so can see cool the picture I, there. Yeah, I, don't I don't just remembered. Yeah, we have yeah Zach who actually lives in Japan. So
2: that's so I've always wanted cool. to go to Japan as
3: well. Ever since I saw what was that we lost the translation with Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. Like, I just love the way it looked, and I'm like, I want to be there. That just looks like such a crazy <laughs> place to be in. I got them saying I look like look <laughs> like Brad <Brett Patton. laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. anyways, I think that's a that's a that's oh, a good note. Before, today, we, before we go, oh, well, what do you got? We hey, got.
2: Hey guys, if you don't listen to Countdown to the Geekcast and he just bought up Bill Murray, I had to bring this up. Go follow Countdown to the Geekcast. Um, our founder Ted got to meet Bill Murray at a Ghostbuster event in Austin. Oh,
3: that's right. He posted yeah. All
2: so if you pictures. want cool stuff, go look over there too as well. Of course, we're all Star Wars here, but anything geek related, go check them out. They're always fun. They have good stuff as well. But yeah, yeah I, can't,
3: I, don't know. I can't imagine going to an event and it's like Bill Murray is just riding a horse. Like, I'm, I just, yeah, I do. I, I would, I would. That's it. That's like a, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a bucket list thing to see. But uh,
0: and he was but, picking uh, people at random to ride the bull.
3: Yeah, and watch <laughs> them fall off. But, uh, oh my god all right we got to get off this thing all right well everybody thank you so much for listening um be sure to hit us up on uh, apple podcast let's go on apple podcast please give us a five-star review and uh just know that we are not complaining about the lottery system again i know one of our uh listeners le- left a review that we complained too much about the lottery system but uh and also if you're on spotify be sure to give us a, a good rating leave a comment and uh if you're listening on youtube be sure to subscribe am i missing anything oh yeah we're on facebook we're on instagram we're on x we're on threads uh instagram i'm not going to read all of this but it's all there we're in, it's in the show notes so just uh was, hey, hit david, us up. when you're making and, the uh, only fans what was that
2: i said was david making the only fans when you
3: I remember we joked about that. We would we would do it and then it's just us talking about Star Wars. Like people would be so disappointed. Maybe they'd learned something, you know? Like we would we would like purposely make like each tier something, like ooh, what and then, and then they click on it and it's just us talking about Star Wars. You know, I think that would be the funniest thing <laughs> ever. People hey. would be so
2: disappointed. Hey, you think it'd be bad if we could make that into a shirt made the force be with you? <laughs>
3: Holy I'd oh. buy it, but um, but yes. Well, I think we're gonna oh. look into that. But everybody, thank you so much for listening, and um, we'll be back on Thursday. Hopefully, Colin's here, so he can talk about his his adventures and yeah. he can post more pictures. And uh, yeah, on behalf of uh, the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, uh, may the force be with you
4: always, always,
1: okay. always. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like that question mark at the end of all of
4: them.
3: I had to make sure somebody was going to jump in, but uh, but yeah, I'll
1: do this. Yeah,
4: we got to figure <laughs> this out for next time. Who's going to be <laughs> cool. talking when about that intros and exits? That's, what, that's the
2: traditional.
1: Oh. Yeah, we never played
3: it. We never played it. So yeah.
2: <laughs> Dude, what kind of camera do you got? to that headset. That? <laughs> all
0: right, we got to we got to cut this off with so iPhone. <laughs> all right, we'll oh, talk to y'all
1: later. Pew pew pew. pew. <laughs> Oh, man.